0: So this woman looked at her child who stayed up until 12 o'clock at night playing with the computer and when the Fajr time comes she does not wake him up because she feels sorry and pity for that child. Look at him. Look how he's sleeping. He's tired. Don't wake him up for Fajr even though she is commanded to beat him up for it if he does not pray. This is the type of thing that would make the children sleep over and go wake up to prayer. But she is responsible for the household and for the children and she's going to be asked about her responsibility. Also, the, the Prophet went on to say, and the slave is responsible for the wealth of his master. He's responsible for the duties that they are assigned to him. He cannot spoil the wealth of his master because it's the wealth of his master. Also, we are responsible in the working environment for the wealth of our employers. Because some people retaliate from their employers by ruining the properties of their employers. It takes a lot of money. So let's break this, let's break that. They make a lot of money. So what is it to you if they make a lot of money? You are getting paid for what you do and you have to be responsible for the wealth of your employees so you see how this hadith Wallahi if we have only this hadith from every sunnah, if only this hadith we have and the Muslim apply it the Muslim society will work like a clock. Everybody is responsible and everybody takes taking care of his responsibility. But we find the Muslims that we said in one khutbah in Arabic, all of them joined a very dangerous party. A party that has branches all over the Muslim world. In every university, in every college, in every association, in every masjid, this party is present. And this is the party of Mashi You know what Mashi means? Mashi is a slang. You, know, you know, this is good. No matter how it is. Good, bad, correct, aco- uncorrect, uh, whatever the case may be. Just you know rig it for you to get by. Let it slide, Smooth it. And this is how people act, you know, just do it halfway. Rig it up until you make it through and then it disappears, it falls apart no matter what happens to it, you don't care. In that you find something that is to do a Muslim product, whatever the case may be. Most likely, those products you use it for a short period of time and started falling fall apart on I mean, you. Where is the atqan in doing the thing? But everybody is joining the party of the shihada? Make sure you don't join this party. Join the party of al itqan, as the Prophet said عملا عملا Allah loves of all of you if you do a certain deed to do it with perfection. Whether you are praying, fasting, Making Hajj, making Umrah, making Jihad, or whether you are writing. Whatever you are trying to do, try to do the best job you can do. Try to do a fine job. So if the Muslims apply only this hadith, by doing what they are supposed to do and taking care of their own responsibility, we're going to see the Muslim standards improve drastically. Can you imagine if every mother after her children, and every father after his household, and every employee doing the job correctly? And every leader is taking care of his community. You're going to find order, nizam, akhlaq, muhabbah. But what we find is the wife lies to her husband and the husband lies to his wife. And both of them lie to the children, and the children lie to the parents, and the employer lies to the employee, and the employee lies to the employer, and the government lies to the people, and the people lie to the government. And everybody is lying to everybody, and everybody is doing the party of the shihada. So, this is an example of the hadith. Which is Sahih. The hadith that are Sahih comes with a chain of narration, and we're going to mention to you the most authentic chain of narration. The first one is Al Zubri and Salim Al It Has three people Al Zubri, his name is az Zubri. I'm sure you've heard the word Imam Zaman. Imam And Salim, Salim is the son of Ibn Umar. And Abi, who is Abdullah ibn Umar. So this has three people in the chain of narration. Also Malik, Al Nafi, and Ibn Umar. Malik, and Imam Nafi. Al Nafi. عَنْ أَبْنْ عُمَرَ Also three people involved in this chain of narration before it was documented in the book Is this the same chain or two different Two different oh okay Another chain which is one of the most authentic chain of narration الأعمش عَنْ Ibrahim. عن علقمة عن ابن مسعود علقمة؟ Alma. We في the three chain of narrations. That's one of those call it Malik A'nathia and they call it the golden chain as <laughs> the the golden chain then it says the above conditions add up to five seeking knowledge is a constant strife the above conditions that we have mentioned add up to five meaning there are five conditions that have to be met for the Sahih to be, for the Hadith, for the report to be classified under the Sahih classification, when I say to you, seeking knowledge is a constant strife. For us to seek knowledge is not something we do part-time for two years and we drop it off. But seeking knowledge is a strife that stays with us from the time we are, can, can, can receive information until the time we die. Therefore the Prophet said in hadith Seeking knowledge is a duty upon every muslim Not female, male, all, oh, you know, every muslim Seeking knowledge is a duty upon every muslim May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us and keep up on the path of seeking knowledge and that is wa sallallahu was saying and blessings be upon Muhammad and Ali wa Allah and if you have any questions in shawallah we answer the question at the present time First one was the first one was the second one was the second one was the second one was the there was and الأعمش, and الاعمش. 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 amish Al-Amish to Andrahi and Al Kama and to me Al Kamah? I of yes. the first the last one and the first one Abdullah He said uh he said uh, uh, Al uh, and Sahari Salim. A Zuhri and Salim and Abi. Abieg is his father. Who is the father of Salim? Abu Ibn Alma. Oh uh, so Az Zuhri and Salim and I'm But I want you to know who is Abi. Right. And Abhari. So who is Sahab? Salim. اللهم لا اله الا الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين وعلى اله واصحابه والذين تبعوهم باحسان الى يوم الدين We last time about the five conditions that have to be met for a report to be classified as fahih. This condition it says here in the form of fahih is the first patient It has a connected chain of narration. This is the first condition. Reported by Al Adub of Badib respectively this is the second condition also must be illa and should, should three. free so those are five conditions the above conditions add up to five seeking knowledge is a constant stride seeking knowledge we thought about the importance of seeking knowledge last time we, we were here I will going to talk more about the importance of seeking knowledge and why it is a constant strife for the believer. The more we go on in our life and the more we grow, the more we experience things, the more we come in contact of things, the more knowledge we need to have to enlighten ourselves in regard to how we deal with our situations An example of that is a person who gets married he needs to have more knowledge pertaining to his marriage and what is the law of Islam in respect to marriage life and how Islam is teaching us to deal with the wife and how Islam is teaching the wife to deal with the husband and how it should be the life taking place and unfolding We find and we hear in many situations when there will be, you know, problems between the husband and the wife and the wife will go on and say something and then after everything cools off she says, I only did that to aggravate the husband. That's the only purpose. I've heard of a story when a man has a fight with his wife saying something to her she was saying something back to him at the end she wants to give him the knockout so it's the doctor they have one daughter she said to him "Do you think this is your daughter she's from another man the man had a stroke right on the spot and she was not saying the truth. She knew that that was his daughter but she said what she said only to become the champ of that marriage fight So we need to know things pertaining to our lives, how Islam is teaching us to deal with one another Some of the wisdom that is said to the wife be a slave to your husband and your husband will be a servant to you be a slave to your husband and the husband will be a servant to you also I heard another story where a woman came to a sheikh and you know some of the sheikhs they are known to practice some kind of illegal, impermissible incantation when they write things and they make like a spell. And she came to that sheikh and she wants a spell for her husband to like her. For her husband to like her. So the sheikh was a smart person. He told her, for me to do a spell for you, go and get me Five hairs from the monkey's eyebrow. Five hairs from the monkey's eyebrow. This is a weird request. So she went to the monkey keeper in the zoo, and she told him, "I want five hairs from the monkey's eyebrow." The monkey keeper, so oh, how can I get you five hairs from the monkey's eyebrow? This is the monkey. Go, on. you with it yourself. So she went. She sat with the monkey, was feeding the monkey, coaxing the monkey, babying the monkey, all the way as she was able to get five eyes, five hairs from his eyebrow. She came back to the sheikh, and she told him, "Here, I got you five hairs from the monkey's eyebrow." So the chef hold her back, if you were able to coax a monkey and tolerate the stinking smell of a monkey and to baby a monkey, to get five weight off his eyebrow, I'm sure you can be nice and gentle and baby your husband and he is nice to you. Until he is nice to you. So Islam is teaching us things that is pertaining to our life as we are unfolding and growing. When we have our businesses, when we go and we are employer, employer, or we are employee. If we have more money than what we have before, how we going to deal with our money? How we going to pay the tax of our money? There's a cat, not the tax. There's a tax of our money. and many other things that we need to know. Therefore, knowledge is a constant strife. Always we have to have knowledge to live. The Prophet ﷺ said, seeking knowledge is a duty upon every Muslim. Some people May Allah, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, may Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala guide them. They take a very dangerous approach to life, and they say, "We don't want to know," thinking if they don't know, Allah will not going to question them in regard to things that they don't know. Yeah, well, I don't, I'm not going to study anything nor I'm going to read anything because when I read something it's going to be against me if I study something it's going to be against me so I'm going to live in the darkness I don't know and in the day of judgment I will just say I don't know some people take this approach purposely keeping themselves in the darkness so much so that if somebody goes to one of those individuals who take this approach to life and you educate one of them regarding a certain issue of the religion he gets mad at you why? why did you do this to me? why did you teach me this? I was happy doing what I was doing in my ignorance and everything is fine now you come and you tell me I have to do that and you mess everything up see what you've done? This is how they live, this is the approach that they take to life. Why do you say this is a very dangerous approach? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran will say to the people الْمُرْسَلِينَ What was your answer to the messengers? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask us, What was our answer? To the messengers. Our answer is not something just we answer by our lips, also we answer by our actions. If somebody calls you, tell me, brother, I'm not going to answer you. This is not answering by the lips. But if somebody calls upon you, he Brother Roy, he goes on. This is asking you two will us. go. Even though you did not say anything. So how we answer the messengers? By our lips and by our practices. Our practices of Islam is our answer to the messengers. The messengers came to us legislated for us rules and regulations and things to do and things not to do and things which are better than other things How we answer to that? Our answer is our implementation or the lack of Our answer is our implementation of the teaching or the lack of this implementation And ignorance or lack of knowledge is not an excuse It's not an excuse to say, I don't know. Except in certain circumstances when a person is genuine in his statement that I don't know. Genuine. And in many situations, we come into some. Circumstances where we really did not know that this is what we should have done and had we known otherwise we would have done it otherwise this is the meaning where Allah when we say in the Quran Allah has revealed this ayah رَبَّنَا لَا تُؤَاخِذْنَا إِنَّ أَوْ أَخْطَأْنَا. this is what ayah the last ayah from Surah Al-Baqarah the last two ayat in Surah Al-Baqarah, are treasures that were given to us. We say, Oh our Lord, do not vote us responsible if we forget or if we make mistakes. Allah answer and say yes. But in other situations when we play dumb and we pretend that we don't know, we're going to be held responsible for that for playing dumb because in the hadith says لَا مَا عَبْدُ حَتَّى يُسْأَلْ عَنْ عُمُرِهِ a person will not leave his position where he is going to be questioned until he was going to be questioned about his life and how he exhausted life How? How did, we, how did you exhaust your life, slave of Allah? Doing what? The 50, 40, 70, 80 years that you were on top of this earth How did you exhaust, exhaust your life? Because we have two stages over earth and under earth over earth we are walking going around doing things under earth finish all gone many people exhaust their life in accumulating wealth but that wealth does not go under earth stay on top will be inherited and passed on. People spend most of their life collecting wealth and once they go under earth, they will be questioned about this money, What how did you do it? What, what did you do with your money? How did you earn your money? And so on and so forth. So we're going to be questioned about our life. How did we exhaust our life? How did we live our life? And also we're going to be questioned about our body How did we deteriorate our body? In doing what? Praying the night Keeping long hours of studying our religion Keeping long hours in reciting the Quran Keeping long hours in servicing the Muslims because all of that will affect our body, will tire our body or did we deteriorate our body drinking alcohol, smoking dope, watching nakedness, listening to music we are going to be questioned part of our body is the mind, the brain isn't that the part of our body? We're going to be asked, how did we crank it? In what position did we utilize our minds and intelligence? To know every little ways to make money To discover every place that had some amusement in it Even if it was in China You would be amazed Wallahi, one time you talk to people They can listen to you worldwide places of corruption. In Taiwan, in this in this area, there's a place to sell dope. And in this, this place, somewhere else, they will tell you something else. But they cannot list for you the most three major messages in Islam. So they're not using their mind for something that is of benefit to them and they're going to be questioned about it. We're going to be questioning how we are using our mind. So if we have the intellect, so if the people have the intellect to know the computer, to know how to utilize the, the internet, to know how to build to a house, to know how to drive a car, they should also have the intellect to know what is permissible and what is not. And if it was their own choice to suspend their minds from seeking knowledge, they're going to be responsible for it. Because their ignorance was their own choice. Just like the Christians. What do we say when we are reading Fatiha? Eh, dinna sirat al mustaqeen, sirat al laveena anka alayhim gayril mawdubi alayhim walad balin. Who are ad The Christians the عليهم the Jews the cursed the one who Allah puts his wrath over them are the Jews but the Christians are need because they themselves they choose for themselves to be ignorant they did not open their minds to see the truth they played dumb but the Jews they knew the truth but they cover it up therefore they are المغضوب عليهم but the other they are dominant. similarly a person who has the mind has the brain power to know the truth yet he chose for himself not to know the truth and thinking his lack of knowledge will protect him on the day of judgment he is practicing Mecca you know what? Trick Allah in Tawheed It's lying. They try to practice lyingness with Allah Wa wa وَمَكَرَ They try to trick Allah But Allah is the best of trickers He will be tricking them So this is why we say in this فهو seeking knowledge is a constant الله Also, Allah يكون wa ta'ala ان in the Quran in Surah Al Imran. وان تشركوا بالله ما لم ينزل به سلطانا وان تقولوا على الله انما حرم ربي الفواحش ما ظهر منها وما بطن my lord I mean, this, uh, my lord legislated that the nude actions are prohibited those who are done in public and those who are done in secret Every good practice is haram والاثم والبغي بغير الحق and sinful practice and oppression and to associate with Allah's partners and to associate with Allah's partners and to say about your Lord that which you do not know those things are haram not only the final religion, the way it was finalized, but those things are haram across the board. Since the time of Adam, even though the code of law changed from that one community, from one era to another era, but those things are haram all the time. So never during the history of mankind, fornication was made for mystery. Never taking other people's property unjustly was made permissible Never shirk was made permissible Those are haram across the board throughout the history of humanity. Never speaking about Allah that that we don't know was made permissible to anyone So if those things are haram across the board that means every person is responsible to know those things every person is responsible to stay away from shirk from polytheism because shirk has made haram all the time so those people who practice shirk and just they follow their communities and their forefathers in practicing the shirk that they do that is not something they should follow blindfolded they should question themselves is that something is it common sense to go and ask a person who is buried in the ground we should ask is that something we should do but we find people for the most part they do things without considering the legitimacy of what they do therefore we say, seeking knowledge is a constant strife for me, for you, for everyone never we should come at a point and we say enough we can get by seeking knowledge is something that has to stay with us until the time we got. Having said that, we come back to the hadith. It says, Al-Hassan is the second class of hadith. Take its definition, my friends, with ease. It meets all the sahih conditions, but its reporters possess less precision. The second classification of hadith is that which is classified as Hassan. The hadith that is classified as Hassan has the same condition as the Sahih condition. With one difference that one of the reporters who is involved in reporting this account does not have the same level of precision that will enable him to be classified in the category of the most precise reporters therefore that which is linear is classified in the Hassan category but that does not mean that which is classified in the Hassan category is not acceptable at all. It is acceptable. And something that we, we utilize to prove matters in our religion. But for things to be clear for us, faith, this reporter was noticed and observed that his memorization skills does not enable him to be in the first class of reporters then he comes in the second class of reporters if he is involved in reporting a report, we classify that report consequently in the Hassan category So now we have two classifications of hadith sahih and hasan There are two more classifications that we're going to talk about sahih li ghayri wa hasan li ghayri sahih li means correct due to others correct due to others. The, the hadith, the report which is classified as صحيح to the railig, and the hadith that was transmitted to us via various chain of narration, each chain meets the conditions of Al Hassan. Thus collectively, the account reached the level of a sahih. Therefore, we call it sahih due to others. An example of that it was reported that Muhammad bin Amr bin Alqama and Abi Talana and Abi Hurairah. Now we have three reporters Muhammad bin Amr bin Alqama. According to Abi Salama According to Abi Hurayrah That the the messenger Of Allah said Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam It wasn't that it would, it would have been a difficulty For my nation My command to them Would be For them to utilize And to utilize the miswak Every time They pray This hadith was near was collected by an Imam of in his book of Sunnah. Ibn Falah, one of the key scholars of hadith, said Muhammad bin Amr is a righteous person however he was not from the people of perfection in his reporting. So this hadith is classified like under the Hassan. we're going to talk about Al Hassan due to others. We talk about al sahih due to others. We're going to talk about Al Hassan due to others. What is Al Hassan do to others? Is the hadith or the report that was transmitted via chain of narration? Each chain has slight weakness in it, but collectively reach the level of Hasan. That it's called Hassan do to others. an example of that which was narrated by a term, it was narrated that sho adana according to ubaydullah an abdullah ubaydullah an abdullah bin amir bin rabi'a an Adihi, that a man from bani fazara came to marry وَقَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمِ مِن وَمَالِكِ بِنْ قَالَتْ نَعَمْ This hadith was narrated We gave you the chain of narration already That a woman from the tribe of Hazara She married And her dowry was a pair of shoes So the Prophet said, are you pleased for yourself for this dowry, she said yeah. yes then he approved that contract it was well said here one of the reporters of this hadith his name is Asim he is weak his classification as a reporter is weak because he why is he weak? because his memorization skill is not does not reach the level of Hassan but this hadith was reported via various chain of narration thus it reaches collectively the level of Hassan what we mean by saying various chain of narration every chain of narration also is weak but all of those weak chain of narration collectively when we put them all together it will escalate the status of that final account to be in the classification of Hassan. And that only takes place when the weakness in the chain of narration is due to the fact that one of the reporters does not have strong memorization skills. Why I say that to you? Because imagine we have a hadith and we consider this hadith to be weak for the fact that one of the reporters is accused of lying even if he has the best memorization skill but he is accused of lying even if this hadith comes in a million chain of narration and each one of them has a person who is accused of lying the hadith stays weak, does not move up to a higher level. Having said that, we stop at this point, Insha'Allah. If you have any questions, we answer your questions. Wa wa sallallahu wa sallam wa ala Muhammad wa alihi wa When you say that it's required or recommended that you seek knowledge, is that knowledge is not the religion. Or No knowledge reference to the religion. to the religion. This is the knowledge that will make us live right and die right. Where is the personal knowledge the only thing that can do for us to improve our lifestyle and to improve our standards of living? But if this knowledge is not coupled with righteousness, it could be used against our own standard of living. So when always we talk about knowledge, we talk about the knowledge of the religion, because through this knowledge we can distinguish from things that are haram and things that are halal. Things that we should do and things that we should not do. The other picture of facts of knowledge is supportive knowledge to our existence. So we take out that which will support our journey until we reach our conclusion. Out of achieving uh, the knowledge or getting the knowledge, what, what would be a recommendation for you as far as the new books? Um, what books you're how would you give a good foundation? Yes, that is a, a very good question. Say for a new Muslim who comes into Islam, or a new Muslim, an old Muslim who comes into the, new, the practice of Islam, the best way to achieve knowledge, to start by developing his knowledge as far as monotheism, as far as the knowledge pertaining to Tawheed. And he can do that by reading books on this subject and listening to explanation on this subject. As far as books, I know that the book is out by Bilal Phillips. It's called... uh, I forgot the title of that book by Bilal Phillips this is a very good book on this subject okay. also, okay. yes yeah. fundamental, fundamental of Tawheed also as far as the same subject uh, there is the, trans- is the translation of the book of Tawheed by Shaykh Muhammad bin Abdul Wahab Alhamdulillah by the will of Allah I was able to explain this myself this book and series of tapes so I recommend The people to listen to those tapes because they give detailed explanation on Tawheed. So we start with Tawheed. Secondly, we ask the person to read the translated version of the books of Hadith Sahih al Bukhari and Sahih Muslim. And preferably starting by Sahih Muslim because it's easier to follow. There's Zaheih Al-Bukhari Read the Ahadith Let him start reading the Ahadith that comes describing about paradise the hellfire, the trial of the Prophet, of Allah, the battles that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam understood All of those things will build in that individual a connection to the persecution and what happened in the development of their religion. Also, we recommend to the students of knowledge to read uh, books that are written by no scholars of Islam. Translated books that are written by no scholars of Islam or original work that is English and to stay away from the so-called, the moderate views of Islam because so those moderate views of Islam, they explain the religion different than how it was understood and explained by the Prophet ﷺ. and they divide the religion, in many cases they say the religion is you know, a creed and a core And they start by making this definition that is a pavement to blow up the entire religion. Because everything will be appealed. So don't worry about that, it's appealed. Don't worry about that, it's appealed. This is not important. And so on, they will let the people stay away from the Sunnah. But for a person to start his effort, let him choose the appropriate teachers. Also, if a person can uh, read books that are written about the life and the stories of the companion I know there are nice books that are written about the subject Those are very good books to enhance the person's spirituality Also, if there is a possibility, I don't know if there is such anything The life of the Prophet, the stories of the Prophet. Because in knowing the stories of the Prophet and the struggle that they undertook in taking their community, we will be able to understand Al Quran. Because a lot of the Quran tell us what has going on with the Prophet and the messengers and their respective communities. Yeah. So all of those things we, we introduced to the students of knowledge to read insha'Allah and there's many other books There was a book that he was reading called Al-Siraq al-Mustaqeen It's a very nice book to, to read Also there's another book by Bilal Phillips called The Evolution of Suqqaq in Islam It's a very nice book there's a book called Ar-Rahiq al the Sealed Nectar about the biography of the Prophet. All of those are, uh, you know, introduction and things that will enlighten the new students of knowledge. But in our time, if a person cannot locate a shaykh and sit with him face to face, the best second approach is to find audio games of that person because the, the word, the spoken words convey more meaning than the written words. If we depend on reading, we might miss some of the intended meaning, but most likely when we hear the verbal explanation and then we support that by reading on our own, that will solidify our knowledge. Therefore, you can listen to, the, the person can listen to a series of tapes so that the page, the articles of iman and there's many other things that are available in the bookstores on a series of subjects in our religion. Having said practice with we conclude this session. wa are you ready for your discussion? Are you ready for this? So we don't waste time. Are you ready for the discussion? Are you ready for the discussion of the last time? Not mm-hmm. yet. Uh-huh. Not yet. So we're going to to skip the discussion session of our class and move on to new material with the understanding that next time we need to have to be responsible for the discussion of this session and the previous session. And we have to be ready. We have uh, divided the ahadith last time and the reports into Sahih and we talked about the conditions of the Sahih reporting and we talked about the conditions of Al Hassan reporting. An example of Al Hassan reporting is what was narrated by Atunnali that it was said Haddatana Utaibah Ja'far." ابن سليمان الببعي عن أبي عمران الجوني عن أبي بكر بن موسى الأشعري قال سمعت أبي بحضرة العدو يقول قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن أبواب الجنة تحت ظلال السيوف Ja'far bin Sulaiman al bubai he is classified as a reporter who falls into the category of the Hassan reporters, which means he does not attain the precision that qualifies him to be in in one of the highest level reporters Thus, any report or any chain of narration in which him or somebody in his class is present that will make this report fall into the Hassan category And we start about last time about two subcategories, which are sahih due to others and alhasan due to others, and we gave examples for each. Then the poem says, "Many factors make a hadith ba'if For it, sunnah follower." don't grieve if a report that does not meet the conditions to be hasan nor it meets the conditions to be sahih then it falls into taba'if category We have mentioned previously that five conditions must be met for the report to be in the Hassan category or to be in the Sahih category. One of those conditions, when one of those conditions is not met that makes this report falls into the Ba'if category this is why we said many factors make a Hadith Ba'if and we're going to talk about those factors in detail for it, meaning for the Ba'if had the report, Sunnah followers do, don't grieve which means if there is a report that is classified as weak, as ba'if, you do not have to grieve for it. Don't think that you are missing something of the sunnah. Because the mere fact that this report is ba'if means this hadith is not of the Sunnah of Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam But we do not utilize it the scholars of Islam do not utilize it in bringing evidence, in supporting an argument or in affirming a religious rule However, some scholars of Islam they utilize the weak reports in order to encourage virtuous practices in Fada'il Al Amal. Virtuous practices. However, they established three conditions that must be met to utilize or to use a weak report in order to encourage virtuous practices the first condition that this report must not be extremely weak the second condition there must be an authentic narration or an authentic evidence from the Quran or the sunnah that supports the generality under which this virtuous action fall under thirdly a person who does so must believe that it's not an authentic hadith or an authentic practice or, no, ignore that last one and when the hadith is narrated it should be narrated in a way that shows the fact that this hadith is not authentic. So if we have a hadith that is extremely weak, we cannot utilize it in virtuous action, in virtuous deeds. If we have a hadith that in of itself is weak but does not classify under anything that has been established in a religion then we cannot utilize it but if we have a hadith that is slightly biased, slightly weak and this hadith, for example, talks about the virtue of fasting. In both say, you can utilize it because fasting, in of itself, is something that is been demonstrated and approved to be a virtuous action in our religion. So the weak hadith is not used to affirm. Something by itself, but it's utilized to encourage something that is already been established in a religion. Thirdly, when a person utilizes this reporting, must narrate it. Must narrate it to the audience in a way that shows. Or this to understand that this hadith is not a subject For example, in Arabic they say Ruiyah Ruya. Ruya it means it was narrated in a passive tense. That thing